0: Hello, and thanks for listening to Theory Lab. I'm Joe Cotter of the American Cancer Society's Research Department, here with Susanna Greer. Hi, Susanna. Hey, Joe. We're here today because you spoke with Dr. Julia Oh. She's an assistant professor at the Jackson Laboratory, and she's an ACS grantee. The central goal of her work is to investigate how our microbes contribute to our health. She studies the microbiome. And for me, not a scientist, whenever I hear microbiome, I think of the guts but that's not what she's studying. Yeah. So Julia's focus is on the skin microbiome. And I thought this was the coolest conversation because Julia did a great job of helping us to understand not only what is the microbiome, but also how and why all these different microorganisms reside at different anatomical sites. So in in her area, she's specifically interested in the skin. So she tells this really cool story of why different microorganisms um, are gonna be in different areas of our skin, how they contribute um, to normal uh, processes, how they contribute to uh, pathological processes, and then also kind of how they have a symbiotic relationship with us. How do they help us to break down food? Um, How do they help us to regulate our immune response? So she tells that story and then she moves us in a direction, uh, kind of helping us to understand when she began her research that was sponsored by the American Cancer Society. One of the things she was really interested in is understanding does the skin microbiome, right? All of these, you know, kind of friends that we have that are living on us and in us, how does this microbiome impact cancer risk and progression? Um, and so she she was one of really the first to ask, um, is there a skin microbiome uh, cancer link? So I won't ruin the big surprise. Um, you should listen. She's a great storyteller, and I, I think you'll come away knowing a whole lot more about um, how your neighbors that reside in you and on you are contributing to uh, the way our body deals with cancer. All right. Let's go talk about the neighbors. Good morning, Julia. How are you? Good. Thank you for having me on. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. I'm so excited. We're going to talk about the microbiome today. Unless you've been living under a rock, most of our listeners have heard about the microbiome, but I I doubt we're all on the same page. Can you just tell us what is the microbiome?
1: Yeah, so the microbiome is the collection of different microorganisms that live basically everywhere on us and everywhere around us. And so we'll, we'll focus on the human microbiome today just because of its relevance in, in, in cancer. And so these would be the different bacteria, fungi, and viruses that live on our skin, that live in our gastrointestinal tract, our mucosal areas, our, in our mouth, and our, our eyes even. These microbes are um, very numerous, so there are billions of different numbers of microbes, of these microbes that live on our bodies. And then there's also, uh, in terms of the sheer number, there's also a lot of different types of microbes that live all over our body. So we have hundreds or thousands of different microbial species and subspecies that make up these complex communities that are living all over our body. Now, the really interesting thing about the microbiome is that, of course, it's it's absolutely integral for many aspects of our health. For example, the the microbes in our gut help us digest the food that we eat, they make vitamins that we can't uh, make ourselves. They affect how efficiently we can actually process different drugs that we take, so even drugs as common as Tylenol, but, and they're, of course, absolutely essential in terms of educating our immune system all over our body. So, you know, the uh, systemic immunity ver, uh, via the gut, local immunity in the skin, local immunity in the lung, for example. These are all different interactions that the mycosats specifically live in those different body sites can have in terms of educating the uh, immune system. And, and that's relevant from our interests in, in cancer as well the functions of our microbes really go far and wide and in terms of the impact on our health, obesity has been linked with changes in the gut microbiome, the microbiome has been linked to different mental health disorders, cancer of course, of course, there's our own work in uh, in skin disease, where the diversity of the skin community can be very uh, can very strongly um, be associated with skin disease severity, and really the list goes on and on in terms of the the impact of the beneficial aspects of our, our microbiome, but also the impact um, when uh, there's dysfunction of the microbiome on our health.
0: All right, so it sounds like, despite the fact that it's kind of mind blowing and a little freaky, that we are surrounded by billions of colleagues all over us and inside us in our microbiome, that it's okay. They're doing some really amazing things for us to help us digest our food and pull vitamins and minerals out of food products, and then all the way to the spectrum of helping to regulate the immune response. So it's all good. Um, is it, a little mind-blowing though, I will say, to think about the microbiome in sheer numbers. Um, So, you did mention the skin microbiome and I know that's a particular area of interest to you. So, can you wow us about the skin microbiome? What is it and what should we appreciate about the skin microbiome in particular?
1: Yeah, so we can think about the skin as kind of just covering our, our, you know, our organs and keeping all of our stuff in, and being a barrier to uh, to everything uh, in the environment, ranging from pathogens to you know different allergens. But really, it's a very complex ecological structure. So you know, the the skin on your feet, for example, is very thick and scaly compared to the very thin and very actively growing skin inside of your nose, and correspondingly, those make for very different ecologies for for our skin microbes, and so. We can very in a very, I would say, um, high level segregate our, our skin into multiple different types. And so, you know, we have our oily sites like our our face and our torso. We have moist sites like our our uh, creased areas or our feet. Dry sites like our hands and our forearms. And what we and others have have um, have shown is that the Composition of the the skin microbes that are present at these different macro and micro environments are very strongly dependent on these uh, these uh, skin site characteristics. So, you know, your um, your oily sites may be dominated by these oil loving uh, microbes like the the cutie bacterium, the coryne bacterium. The dry sites tend to be very high in diversity with a lot of different types of of um, Different types of uh, primarily bacteria. Now, the site specificity is important for for a lot of different reasons, and one of them is skin disease. So we also know that skin disease occurs in this site specific manner, where you know we have uh, acne on our for- on, on our face, you know we get foot fungus, jock itch, dandruff on our scalp, you know eczema in our crease areas, and so understanding kind of the local interactions of the microbes that are present at any of these different skin sites, uh, together with the cutaneous immunity, I think will provide a lot of new insights into uh, disease uh, skin disease severity as well as risk well
0: I mean that all makes a lot of sense it makes sense that I mean humans prefer to live in different places based on the activities that um, we might be pursuing or the environment that we're in. So a tent might be appropriate in the woods in the summer in the south, but not so great in the middle of the winter in Antarctica. You might prefer a a different kind of structure. So it makes sense that our microbiome would have different residents in different places, but I've never, and I imagine many of our listeners have never thought about the diversity of uh, the skin microbiome and, um, as you say, all all the different types of skin. All right, so our conversation, let's move it a little bit towards cancer. So can you tell me how does this incredibly complex skin microbiome impact cancer risk? And then I think in a separate question, let's talk also about the impact of the skin microbiome on cancer progression. Right, so I'll take a
1: back and, and point out uh, a tremendous number of different cancers are infectious disease related so the the microbes can um, can uh, damage the DNA of our human cells for one and and promote uh, carcinogenesis they can um, create a, a hyperinflammatory environment that is and uh, having excessive or chronic inflammation is known to also be um, uh, increases cancer risk and and there's a, a number of different um, other other different hypotheses and, and demonstrations of where microbes have been linked, um, linked to cancer, um, cancer occurrence and progression. My question was, if, is there a skin microbiome skin cancer link? And so taken all together, our hypothesis was that these skin microbes that can increase the inflammation in the skin can increase the rate and severity of SCC. Our corollary hypothesis is that in the absence of microbes, it, you know, for example, if you remove all the skin microbes in the system, this will change the rate of tumor occurrence and progression. And really, the translational impact here is that modifying the skin microbiome may allow us to modify the um, the risk or severity of um, or onset of of um, of this very common skin cancer.
0: Wow, that's a lot. You have some amazing things going on. I. I think it'd be really interesting for our audience to understand uh, what in particularly, what are you most excited about right now?
1: Ah, that is a great question. So I'm I'm really interested by both the underlying biology as well uh, of how the skin microbiome is contributing to cancer progression. And, and now also I'm getting really interested in terms of treatment response, um, both systemically and locally, and then kind of completely on a, on a different track where, of course, we love our engineered, um, underneared skin therapeutics are are using our synthetic biology approaches to modulate the microbiome. I would say those are kind of the two real areas we're really excited about uh, making a contribution, hopefully, to... to um, to reducing um, skin cancer risk um, and you know, and, and, and it's also important to, to note and I probably should have done this earlier is that you know we of course know that UV is the strongest risk factor for um, SEC pro, um, risk and progression but also of course the other skin cancers as well and understanding the role of the microbiome is, is really uh, uh, it has two two purposes really in, in my mind two major purposes is a reducing risk so we know that sunblock and, and for example those are effective ways to reduce Reduce risk, but there's a lot of other um, factors that you know. People study genetic um, susceptibilities to uh, to skin cancer, and you know the microbiome I think is another very important component of um, of understanding risk. So you know, take an individual who lives uh, in a in a very um, in a very sunny climate, and some individuals. Develop skin cancer, and some individuals don't. And so, understanding these these facets both educate preventative additional preventative strategies, but also, of course, inform kind of aspects of uh, of kind of uh, of our of our new class of therapeutics. I would term um, that uh, that allow us to have more nuance in terms of in terms of treating the treating cancers with um, less um, less side effects, fewer side effects, and and more efficaciously. Then, so so kind of to take a step back into kind of the the, um, the areas that are really exciting to me like I mentioned you know understanding you know what what about our skin microbes is is um, is able to accelerate or slow progression or response to different treatments um, so understanding on kind of an, a microbe by microbe uh, basis the interactions with for example the immune system or with tumor genesis um, so one confounder for all of this is that my skin microbes are largely very different from your skin microbes both genetically and co- and compositionally so in in the sense that uh, overall your skin microbes has a very different distribution very likely from my skin microbes and so uh, this the one treatment strategy that may work for me may not be as effective for you or you know your microbes may be interacting with your immune system differently than my microbes may be and so understanding and deconstructing the system on a micro by micro basis is a uh, in terms of the interactions with the immune system, is I think really important for for understanding this, and so um, we we look at this from both the genetic as well as kind of the the high level phenotypic effects. So we don't just look at a single microbe in our mice mouse models. We're looking at um, different uh, different species and different subspecies of microbes and looking at their effect on um, on tumor progression.
0: Wow, there is it must be pretty overwhelming for you to think about all the different parameters that impact the way our microbiome, our skin microbiome in particular impacts risk and progression. Um,
1: How do you choose? What are you going to focus on? Oh, the microbes, of course, because we love microbes. They're from 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 an ecological and scientific point of view, their diversity is unmatched. Um, and uh, and and really, that's why we take the approaches that we do. So we do use our, you know our genomic surveys to understand kind of the broad. Uh, Population-level characteristics of the of the microbiome, but then we have, uh, I, I think, the deconstruction approaches where we take a microbe by microbe and then begin to understand the impact. Is really, I think, the the way to to then to build it from from top to bottom and bottom up in terms of understanding the microbial contribution. So, you know, like there are many different contributions to to cancer, um, as I mentioned before, for skin cancer, of course, environmental interactions or genetic interactions. You know, the number of mutations. That are occurring, in your tumor is known to also impact, um, you know, how how you respond uh, or your the severity of your cancer, and so you know, these are all putting these together into to these different facets, and you know, as as I, I believe the the uh, that's that's, and I, I do think that's one one reason why the the ACS has been um, really instrumental in founding my my program is that. I, I was not a can. I'm not a cancer biologist, biologist by training, but bringing these other disciplines to understanding cancer risk and progression, I think will provide um, significant new insight into a new risk factor, but also new opportunities for preventative as well as uh, acute treatment um, uh, treatment opportunities.
0: Interesting, so did the funding by the ACS help to shift you in that direction? Because, I mean, as you said, you certainly could have focused on many other things, um, all the way from infectious disease to just understanding these microbes.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. It was uh it was I believe the first uh first of a kind in terms of looking at specifically the interactions of the skin microbiome with um skin cancer progression. Um and like I said at the very beginning, this started out as a thought experiment where it was not based on an observation that we'd made in the lab. It was based on, you know, we were trying to think up a hypothesis based on the literature um, of how the skin microbiome could be affecting skin cancer risk and progression, and so, um, without the without the funding, we really couldn't have jump-started this, this program, which was you know brought in a bunch of different uh, different disciplines that I was definitely not an expert in. So absolutely. So a lot of our patients
0: listen to this podcast, um, as do their caregivers, and as you know, um, there's a significant proportion of our population either at risk for or uh, experiencing skin cancer so I think it'd be really interesting to hear as an expert what would what would you say to these individuals um, what message would you like to specifically deliver to um, individuals who are have been impacted by skin cancer
1: yeah that there's a, I, I, I strongly believe that through the microbiome there'll be, there will be there will be a new generation of preventative and treatment strategies that um, for managing risk and for and, and for also improving treatment response um, so, for example, of course, by the, the checkpoint blockade inhibitors have been very, uh, I would say, transformative in many areas, and we are identifying. I believe through the microbiome, we will identify factors that will increase your chances of um, of having a, a more favorable response, um, and and and. Um, and, and of course, as well in the preventative area, this will be basically a completely new area of um, of understanding risk. In addition to factors like um, UV irradiation, um, uh, that is that that are known um, that are known to cause um, to accelerate uh, skin cancer progression.
0: Sounds like we have a lot to look forward to from you. So thank you so much for sharing some time with us today. Um, we're really grateful,
1: and we'll let you get back to it. All right. Well, thank you. No, I um, thank. Thank you very much. I appreciate it.